0: Welcome to the Leaders Who Care, a podcast powered by Dynamis Group. We are here to give the stage and support to those committed to create a positive and lasting impact way beyond the profits and margins, the leaders of the world who care for others and serve a bigger purpose. Join us on the journey of creating a better, more caring world. And now to your host, Marion Timelkoff.
1: Welcome everyone I'm super excited for today's uh, episode we have an amazing uh, guest today Um, Anna Gisler is um, a CEO of Invest Invest Stockholm uh, a mom of three and uh, a caring leader above all and she's joining us today from her home um, and I understand, uh, Anna, you're you on a maternity leave, so would love to hear how do you manage this great success with raising a, a great family. That's one of the questions I have. But first of all, welcome. I'm so happy that you can make it today.
2: Thank you so much, Marianne. And um, thank you for having me. Uh, it's a really honor to be here. And I try to do my best and answer your question in the best way. Uh, as you said, uh, I am on maternity leave, so I try to combine. I have a daughter who is uh, seven months uh, old right now, so I will be back in in duty fully in uh, this summer.
1: Wonderful, Anna. Um, Invest. Stockholm is. Um, I, I'm not so sure myself what exactly the, you know. The, you guys is a purpose and a vision. I, what I, apart from what I read on the website? But I would love to hear about the uh, mm-hmm. first of all uh, your story, Anna, and and how did you join that uh, um, that venture? You know what attracted you to to lead it and and become the CEO of this. So um, it would be great to hear um, mm-hmm. who is Anna Gislér and uh, and you know what do you do today?
2: Yeah, I'm regional uh, from a city 200 kilometers south from Stockholm. Uh, but I what is I it called? This- Linköping. Uh, it's mostly oh, it's yeah, a middle-sized like. town. It's mostly known for their uh, university mm. and also Saab, making um, like air force uh, or uh, different kind of, of things to the air force actually. So that's that's the main um, yeah ground in Linköping. So it's it's uh, one of the I think it's the fifth uh, largest uh, city in, in Sweden. So it's quite small. Uh, compared to your other cities in, in Europe and in, in the world. Um, but I fell in love in Stockholm uh, many years ago and moved here, uh, studied political science, I have a degree in political science, and ended up in the city of Stockholm, in the City Hall, as a political secretary to the uh, mayor in the City Hall. And um, yeah, after after a couple of years in the City Hall, I. Uh, uh, ended up in in different areas in the city uh, and after a while i uh, came to stockholm business region which, which is a combination of uh, uh, two siblings within visit stockholm and invest stockholm and um, what we do invest stockholm is mostly attracting visitors and uh, congresses and events uh, and invest stockholm is more like attracting uh Uh, companies, investors, uh, talents, and establishments from abroad, but also trying to gain and create a sustainable growth within Stockholm with the business um, community there are in Stockholm. So actually, uh, I think my bottom is that that I actually love Stockholm, I fell in love in Stockholm many years ago. So I, I really love working with the city and try to do my to develop the city in the in the most uh, sustainable and the best way, of course.
1: You know what I like about what you just said. You fell in love with Stockholm, and Stockholm is also so lucky to have someone fell in love like you in, in Stockholm. So you can bring that goodness to the city, you know, and and really your your passion uh, to that. Stockholm is is of course um, one of the greatest cities in Europe um, in every aspect. Uh, of course, apart from being a bit cold. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: today is actually spring. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we left we just left the winter behind.
1: <laughs> uh, lovely, I you know definitely require resilience. But I guess what? When it's cold, you know, you can create things and stay, you know, in that in that environment and make make a difference. So the Nordic yeah. nation seems to be uh, more kind of uh, hardworking than the southern but the southern seems to have more creativity because they cannot uh, you know out and about so it's an interesting to hear about your yeah, experience yeah i
2: think, you're, I think <clears throat> you're right in one one sense uh, that it is cold here and it, it make us work a little bit more maybe but i i don't um i don't agree with the creativity because it is a lot of creativity here and, and also having kind of boring and cold weather sometimes makes you more crea- creative as a, as a yeah. human. So um, I think it could be good with the Northern, but of course, everyone of, of us living here uh, enjoy visiting like the city that you are in right now, Sofia and other cities that is has a much more uh, warmer climate, of course
1: you know this is of course somebody who t- uh, totally loves stockholm of course and i will, will and i've never heard that uh, kind of uh, point of view i do take it uh, you know absolutely when you when you're cold and when you have you know it makes you more creative to find uh, exciting and fun things to do so uh, thank you for sharing that and anna t- tell us a little bit more about your experience in and in invest stockholm How, when did that start? At? Because there are many aspects that are interesting here. On one hand, about the talents that you attract and companies, what's their infrastructure network, et cetera. But also for other cities that uh, may be interested to kind of really um, learn from your experience and best practices of what you guys created, you know, to to attract. Stockholm is known as... um, uh, to be a, a host or let's say a place of a number of unicorns and increasing number of unicorns and, and successful yeah. companies.
2: Yeah, it actually started many years ago. Um, We've we, we known since many years ago that we have a lot of big, huge tech companies uh, producing mm-hmm. cars. Uh, <laughs> The automotive industry is big, the production industry is big, and there's a lot of companies like Ericsson, ABB, Volvo, different kinds of companies that have its heritage in Sweden uh, and have a long heritage back in the tech story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And out from that, um, we try to uh, see what is lacking. And what was lacking was a yearly event, a hashtag actually within Stockholm Tech, and also, like a uh, like a more visible community for all the people working within tech. So we created that together with an uh, entrepreneur who is now left Stockholm actually, uh, but still working with tech meetups and like that. So that was the start, I think, of the what you call the uh, or what is quoted also in Financial Times five years ago as the unicorn factory, uh, which they call Stockholm in that article. Um, so, I think it's a, a different kind of components that was uh, created together and summarized uh, in this short report, which we were a part of, or actually um, make, made, uh, made it possible to, to summarize that in a, in a report and also try to start these different kinds of monthly tech meetup with, which has been crucial for the tech uh, community in Stockholm.
1: So Love that's
2: one, one part of it. Mm. Otherwise, it's it's many other different sides in Invest Stockholm, what we do, of course. This is just one of it, but it's it's one that have been really well known about or, or uh, from the rest of the world also.
1: And um, uh, what, uh, uh, what attracted you to this? I know, what was your personal um, desire and excitement?
2: I am a really positive person, and I like to to learn new things every day. And that's really what you do in this job. Uh, I have expert colleagues uh, who is the greatest expert in their field, their sector, uh, within their knowledge, uh, and I I have the possibility to, to to know a little bit about everything in our company. So I know a bit of the IT sector, a bit of the life science sector, a bit of the talent sector and like that. So for me it's a new day with new learnings every day and um, I think it's one of the most crucial things both to be a leader but also when you work within different sectors that every day wanted to learn new things and all the time, have a youth mind and don't get, don't get old in your mind. I'm like tired and not try to learn new things.
1: I love it. You know what, uh, someone said to me, Hey, what, what is the future of, you know, what are the future kind of, of work or what is the future of uh, business? And I was so excited about these topics myself. And, and, I, and I looked at with robotics and automation, probably a lot mm-hmm. of uh, traditional jobs and manufacturing and so forth will mm-hmm. likely to disappear. They can disappear even today, but it's also a social element that you need to deal with. And then <clears throat> as you're just talking about learning and um, you know, giving that your experience and advice, um, what if you kind of um, imagine? Uh, really, uh, we have a question actually here that, that relates to my thought as well. Um, and it's a, it's from Stoyan Yankov. Imagine you had a time machine. What would be the top three leadership lessons that you would like to share with your 20 years old version?
2: Let me see if I got that question right. If if I have
1: to choose, imagine, uh, yeah, imagine your different two, times. Exactly. Imagine you you go back in time, you yeah, go, okay. you're 20 years old, but with the knowledge of today, what are the kind of lessons you would like to uh, um, share with yourself, you know, when you were 20 years old?
2: Uh, I think the communication, I think for first the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. because uh, what's happened a year ago in like a couple of weeks is what probably, hopefully have have uh, been created or transformed during five years from now. So we, we everyone was forced into a different way to work, uh, digital meetings instead of physical meetings. So I think the pandemic is, is the most uh, uh, overwhelming and changing that I've been uh, a part of in this short period uh, in, in my work life. Uh, but I also think that the communication and the digitalization overall is is uh, one thing that I would mention. Uh, and if I haven't known when I started my first office work,
0: when mm-hmm. I was like
2: twenty years ago, oh, twenty twenty years old, um, with just I, I just got my first mobile phone and it was so huge. Hmm. Uh, and was it uh, Ericsson?
1: Was it Ericsson <laughs> by any chance? <laughs> uh,
2: it looked like a, a like a dog bone. I'm not sure <laughs> if it was Ericsson actually, but probably it was. It looked like a big dog dog bone. I used
1: to have that. Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> so it could be. I'm not sure. And yeah. uh, we just started to use the computers, and and I know I I was sitting in one small office, and we it was like 25 offices in in the um, in Sweden. So we were doing the like the trying to connect to each other, and we had like a notebook uh, that you can send messages but that was really in the start so Mm -hmm. yeah i think the i think the communication and the digitization um in those parts is the most important have i have i known about how the development would have looked like i could have been so much uh, ahead than others
1: well uh, like what you would have invested more in learning about it like other technologies yeah, uh, You know, it's, uh, well, now is a good moment, uh, you know, that you're giving this advice quite timely, because w- what I see, and you just talked about uh, what your job is, is, you love learning new things, and it seems to me that you you have a multidisciplinary knowledge.
2: Yeah, I think so, so. only on the surface, of course, I'm having <clears throat> not that deep as, as the experts at invest.com, which are great and excellent in everything they do. Uh, and most of them have worked many years within their fields. Uh, but I, I yeah, I, I think I have a quite broad uh, knowledge, at least.
1: And I think that's the future. You know, it is not enough to be mm-hmm. expert in one field. Uh, it's great to be expert in one field that you deeply desire, but also it's good to have knowledge of other things, mm-hmm. uh, especially with digitalization and automation, um, because it's not enough to be a good quarter you need to um, communicate well with people. And it's mm-hmm. not about only the words, but how you make them feel. <laughs> That's what the people uh, remember. And it's not enough also to, you know, just be a good communicator with people. You got to understand about business, about finance, about money. There's a lot of things that obviously uh, makes a difference. So that is great to hear that l- continuous improvement and learning is, is one thing that uh, you, you do on a daily basis. And that you know, discovery of new things and developing that multidisciplinary knowledge, seems like a, a really great one. I tell us a story um, or an event uh, that was the most, one of the most challenging one that you have experienced. What is uh, really uh, kind of in, in your uh, um, life? I'm sure you had number of obstacles, number of challenges you faced, but what is one that stands out for you uh, that shaped you as is, is a leader, as who you are? And uh, you know what? what you know what, what is what did you learn from that experience?
2: That is a really tricky question, I think. But I think you you are shaped out of many different uh, things, of course. And uh, um, I think I'm I'm. In the in the bottom or in my start, in I think my my upgoing has shaped me uh, as the person I came into mm-hmm. as a leader also, uh, but of course I I've been so careful with not losing myself, and I think that's so crucial. Um, even if you are a leader or a, a manager for. A, small group of people or a large amount of people I think it's the most important is not to lose yourself mm-hmm. to be um safe in your values and my core values is very much about trust and also about uh, respect um I think if you if you uh, I hope if you if you uh, talk to my colleagues that they will say that I get a lot of trust from Anna, um, and I got a lot of freedom. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but she also uh, requires respect because if I give you a lot of freedom and also a lot of trust, uh, I will be there for you. I will of course boost you and mm-hmm. like um, be there for you all the time, uh, no matter what happens. But I also mm-hmm. need the respect back, and mm-hmm. I can feel. Uh, challenging sometimes is when you don't feel that you get the respect back um, and when you're not feeling that you're actually a team because I'm I'm, a, I'm very much a team player mm. uh, and I need to feel that we are a team together and we are helping each other and of course when you can see that you are given a lot of um, trust to a person and you can't feel the respect of the team team um carrying of a team together back that's uh that's a challenge of course uh, and that's also it 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 can be i am i sometimes uh, the few times it happened
0: mm-hmm. i
2: think of could this be a, a a person that is um not mature enough uh a little bit mm-hmm. un, unsafe in in uh, in um her or him's uh, values or or uh, like self-esteem so is that why why you can't really get the respect back or or what is the problem but uh, of course it's um, it's difficult to see how people develop after getting a really huge amount of um, responsibility maybe a new role in the organization so even though i think i'm kind of good person to analyze and see how people are and hopefully realize how they will develop uh, and how i can help in that uh, way also um sometimes it ended up in a total different way
1: well i love what you just said you know it's, it's very interesting the first time i hear it in, the, in this way not to lose myself mm. that is so important if you think about it and uh what does it mean not to lose yourself?
2: It means that I will always continue to be the happy and um, positive person. Uh, I'm a very social person, like to be around with people, like to learn new things. Uh, people might think, oh, she's she's very kind because I'm mostly I'm very kind, but never, um, mm. never Think that that means that I'm weak because I'm Mm -hmm. really strong. Uh, So kindness isn't a a way a weakness. It's it's um, for me. It's uh, it is me, but I'm in the bottom. It's really strong, also.
1: Love it, which brings me actually to how do you view the care culture?
2: Uh, How do I?
1: how do you do view it. The, the, you, yeah. the, the because that kindness is an mm. act of care i mean yeah, you yeah. know when i look at really what mm. you do and sometimes <laughs> people may see it as a weakness but what are your thoughts mm. on on, mm. on the care culture and how do you view it for
2: me it's so important to to make people around me uh feeling that they that i'm care about them and i'm interested in in their works of course uh, and I also try to boost uh, them in the way I can. And the most, my vision and the most important for me is actually to help them to get on the top of their tree to enjoy their view. Mm-hmm. So that's actually the mission of my uh, leadership: to get them on the top of their tree to to enjoy their view, which means in other way, I would like to help to make them grow grew to the best of themselves in their job.
1: I love it. And and if you look at it, it's not a secret that you've been recognized by multiple organizations for your leadership. And uh, is that the secret? What is the secret? How do you, you know, how do you get that positivity and recognition? I guess that's coming naturally for you and authentic, you know, from authentic self. But, you know, what is your message to those leaders out there? What could they do better, or what could they do to be uh, be recognized to have that positive impact for what they do and lead with with the you know to have to improve their leadership uh,
2: i I try my hardest of course, and I think that men a couple of my colleagues think that oh she's a little bit too loose uh mm. she should be more like focused on this uh demand uh, um bigger efforts uh, right away and like that. But that's not me. Um, For me, it's uh, the organization and the work that people do is, uh, of course, they need to deliver. We have a lot of goals and a lot of things that we need to deliver, all of us. uh, But it's under a certain kind of freedom also. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a lot of people that are having small kids uh, catching and, and leaving on on daycare and like that, and that makes it more important to be flexible in, in when you actually are working, and um, the delivery thing is the most important. Uh, my advice would be mostly that, I think that if I look back on, on um, uh, CEOs, leaders that I have been um, working with before, uh, the one that I have, the ones that I have um, uh, liked the most is actually those who given me a little bit more um, uh, responsibility all the time uh, and made me grow in my role and in my position. Uh, and I think that is crucial because it is, as you said, we're working with talents. Also, it is a it is a challenge and it is a competition between how can you require and how can you hire the best person, uh, the best talents uh, from abroad or from from Sweden. Uh, And then you need to be open and also uh, boosting all your colleagues and and your employees. Otherwise, uh, they won't be interesting to to continue to work in, in the organization.
1: No, I love it, and and what is your secret to attracting this best best talent? What what has worked for you guys and for, for Stockholm?
2: I think for Stockholm overall as a city, yeah, uh, we have a couple of things. We have the largest open black fiber network in the world, uh, so we have a, the greatest connection to every uh, houses and, and office spaces in in the city. Uh, that that's crucial because then you can. Create apps. You can um, attract investors or whatever, or visitors overall in the city, uh, from home, from from the office, or or whatever. So that that's the um, that's the ground infrastructure. So that's that free. is
1: B- basically it's free for everyone. Is that right? The, the it's not is?
2: free, uh, but it's a low amount if you compare it to other European capitals, and it's yeah. so fast and so strong. So that's the biggest uh, difference.
1: Well, awesome, uh, okay. I'm sure it's not uh, only it's, the infrastructure, there are many other things, but, uh, uh, no,
2: but uh, The city actually um, decided that, uh, and they, it was like 1994, that this is crucial for creating a, a, a really fast-growing entrepreneurial mm-hmm. uh, kind of... Um, uh, environment to sit where you mm-hmm. where you want to to create apps and like that so it was actually a, a really important and maybe the most important decision in the city
1: mm-hmm.
2: like yeah from 1994 and to now what else um as a city stockholm is kind of safe uh, most areas is really safe and uh When I talked to talents moving here, they said that, oh, it's so wonderful because I can walk everywhere in the city. And that's not the case in in many other capitals. Uh, There are uh, some areas often that you don't really um, dare to walk in or in the night, but that's not the case in Stockholm. Uh, So there are a lot of safe areas and, and a safe city and kind of small city, also kind of dense city. So it's not that it's not that um, uh, big city at all actually uh, but when it comes to the city of Stockholm as a, mm-hmm. a as an organization uh, attracting people mm-hmm. um, it's of course like every every city uh, I have a lot of connection with uh, all the other capitals in Europe and our sister companies uh, like investor organizations in uh, every yeah. Copenhagen, Berlin, Frankfurt, uh, London, yeah, wherever. Uh, and it's, of course, a little bit tricky because we are a part of the city. We have a political board. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are fully owned by the city, but we are interact with the business, facility, uh, business community all the time and with the private companies. So we are a little bit between. So uh, I think that in itself attracts a lot of talents into our organization because you, 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 get the, you get the safe employment in one way in the city, but you interact with the private companies all the time.
1: Awesome. Uh, you know, in my experiences, we had a privilege to talk to some of the uh, really disruptive leaders uh, and, and great talent around the world. Um, and you're absolutely right. The, this infrastructure and really important, but, um, what talent is attracted to um, really um, more and more of today? It's uh, you mentioned one of those things: agility and flexibility, mm-hmm. catering for their needs,
0: mm-hmm. giving
1: them, you know, um, growing and giving. I guess is one of the things. You know, how will I grow and what what I'm gonna what impact I'm gonna have on that organization? Purpose driven businesses I really attract a lot more um, than that. Then the team is very important. Who am I gonna work with? um and uh what is the scale also another thing scale um team purpose um environment um of course practical aspects you mentioned some of them the that you have the infrastructure you have the the kind of support and in, in those organizations so the multiple factors but uh, I'm sure that um, I guess you you work very closely with those organizations that um, the, that you support to be able to position it in a way that that really uh, makes a difference, and um, I guess that's a great lesson, you know, for us, uh, for our organizations or cities in the world that they need to work more closely with the with the actual business, which you what you do. It's the I guess one of the key differences.
2: Absolutely, you're right. Uh, we work closely with a lot of tech uh, communities, tech hubs. We have been a part in actually creating. The tech hubs uh, tech hubs. Uh, so we have a lot of co-working spaces that we have been trying to help uh, meeting the real estate company to get a venue to to start the the co-working spaces at uh, so we have been trying and we also work with the female tech um, uh, community uh, it's a couple of years ago since we said that actually or pointed out that Stockholm is a woman's place and uh, cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I hope, I men, hope men, you accept men as well. <laughs>
2: everyone is welcome, of course, but it's more like uh, it's a good place for women to actually uh, fulfill their dreams combined like I've done, uh, getting a couple of kids that also work hard and with a work-life balance, which I also think that is one of the drivers for talents moving here. Uh, we used to say that you have eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep, and eight hours of, of free time. Uh, that might not be the the right thing every time, but it's it's more like that than in in um, other countries, maybe.
1: It sounds very appealing, Anna, <laughs> what you're what you're describing, especially the free time, because that's one of the things that we lack is the free time, you know. And yeah. uh, I guess. Um, You know, and this comes to to about leadership as well, because leadership is critical in attracting this talent. And and as you Mm -hmm. mentioned, more women into that because they they want more free time and, you know, they want to raise a family. Um, And and that's, uh, what would you say, you know, what kind of leadership is required or what's the future of leadership, rather?
2: I think it's what what happened now in the pandemic and what will Mm -hmm. be the case in the post-pandemic, a couple of months ahead maybe, is that we will, instead of being in the office, we'll work out from like a hybrid. Uh, we will work a couple of times, a couple of days from home, a couple of days uh, from the office, uh, for those who are, yeah, have the possibility to do that. And I think that that will both create a kind of fifty minutes cities that will gain the middle size capitals more and more. Uh, because you've seen this during the pandemic that uh, the stores and the restaurants uh, and the services that are gaining from this is actually the local ones who are 10 15 minutes uh, away from all the people that are living in the in the area. So the city centers is uh, is a space in the cities that are actually getting the hardest time after mm-hmm. the pandemic also because you don't in Stockholm you don't have many, inhabitants actually living in the city center Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. more a little bit out from the city center Mm -hmm. Um, and I think combined with that that you will work as a hybrid a couple of days from home a couple of days from the office will encourage and also force the leadership to be even more flexible because you don't you can't overwatch if people are actually sitting working or not are they at the computer or not, uh, because uh, there are different ways to work and you don't need to be uh, online all the time. You can sit riding or, or, or thinking uh, out walking, for example. So I think it, you will see uh, and you will need a even more flexible leadership. And I think that's the future of the leadership, of Which- the successful leadership.
1: Love it, which requires trust. Mm. So it's yeah. very important to build a trust so you can trust the people to work from home, but also be productive. But as mm. as you say, the hybrid model, you know, having that uh, sense of, it's not just uh, one or the other. I think that having that ability and help to come in and miss that kind of you know, colleagues, but at the same time, you know, you can actually spend time in, in where you are, which is a great way to actually, decentralize the one spot in the country uh, Mm -hmm. only can actually involve a lot of the hubs that are within up to an hour I guess of the city and that that can spread around um, and and also improve the quality of lives uh, Mm -hmm. of of people. Um, Scandinavia obviously It's often in European terms as obviously a a proud European, and I love Europe and the world, but I think Europe has a lot of lessons to to share after two world wars to the world. Um, And um, (laughs) we refer to Scandinavia, but we know Scandinavia is not, it's not one uh, uh, nation or country, even though we try, we kind of group you that way um, often. And and I know you're very different to to Norwegians, to Finnish, to. You know, obviously, to to Danish in that sense, and um, um, Scandinavia is a is a very special place. You know, um, what could other cultures and countries learn from the Nordics when it comes down to doing business? Um,
2: yeah, I think Stockholm is the biggest capital in Scandinavia. Just to to make sure.
1: To um, make uh, sure you got that, you got that right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but I think
2: I think. Uh, um, we have been working with the DNA of Stockholm, uh, mm-hmm. and when I say DNA, it's something that is there and has been for for all the history. Uh, you can't change it, but you can improve it in different ways. So the Stockholm DNA is uh, trustful, visionary, and free. And I think those three are trustworthy. And um, it's especially the Swedish way that you can, if you, if 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 you and i will make a deal it's it's enough with a handshake you can trust me out from that even though it's in 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 big business and the free with the freedom of speech and and um a lot of freedom and openness to different kind of um uh, groups, uh, persons, talents, wherever you are from. Um, and also the visionary with a lot of innovations. And as we talked about earlier, tech hubs and a lot of uh, unicorns and, and startups creating new innovations. So I think that is, uh and that's of course not only Sweden. You can see that in Finland, Denmark, and, and Norway also. Uh, so I think that. If you, if you look at scores, so uh, different rankings, uh, Sweden is on top of uh, uh, one, Norway, another, Copenhagen, another, and, and um, Helsinki, another. So I think we, in some way, when it comes to the nature, in some way, life and work balance also, I think. Um, and a lot of tech um, infrastructure, of course, and sustainability. I think we are, Kind of similar in many ways there, uh, but also different, of course. But I think that we are at least—I mean, Sweden are the most dense uh, uh, country of those, and um, the biggest uh, population. But even though it's so much land here, and it's so—and
1: that's, that's maybe I was going to say. There's so much land and biggest dense. It doesn't sound like if you talk it's, about. Uh, it's a little.
2: It's a little. Yeah, it's dense to be in northern, in the Nordic countries. Uh, <laughs> But it's even though it's so much land. Um, yeah, so it's so many square meters per inhabitant. Per inhabitants, so,
1: love it. Uh, I think uh, what are great lessons to every city around the world. What are your values, guys? <laughs> what is your city values? And what you just said, uh, through yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Stockholm DNA free.
2: is trustworthy, visionary, and free. And uh, that is something that we work with for, I think it was actually a couple of years to realize that yeah this is actually what we can see has been the most uh clear driver from historical and on, on, on to to now and further on so uh, that is actually what you get in the in the yeah what do you say in the city when you arrive here as a talent or as an investor uh, or establishing something so that is a lot of the historical issues and the, and, the, and the Stockholm DNA.:
1: And you know what? that's so true. Every city has some sort of energy mm-hmm. <laughs> into it, and uh, I love the energy of, and the values of, of Stockholm. In your experience with dealing with other cities around around Europe, do they also have a clear, defined DNA from your experience or: or, or...
2: Uh, I haven't I meet my uh, my counterparts a couple of years, uh, a couple of times a year. Uh, now during the last year, it has been mostly digital, but otherwise we actually meet and exchange a lot of knowledge and facts and and uh, cooperate in, in a lot of ways. Actually, I haven't. Uh, I think we are the first city or capital to actually define it as the Stockholm DNA. But when we are, when I've been talking about the Stockholm DNA, the other cities also said, "Yeah, we also have a little bit of that, but we haven't defined it in the mm. in this kind of of." Um, you know system.
1: what? That's an innovation. Uh, yeah, why, they, why why don't you? We'll support you with whatever you need. But we want to inspire more European cities to yeah. define their DNA. Uh, mm-hmm. To be clear, because that attracts talent, that attracts yeah. companies, that attracts. Be clear mm-hmm. and and focus on what the the truth of what you really mm-hmm. are, because that mm-hmm. there's nothing better than being authentic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure with Stockholm Stockholm DNA, you can uh, inspire many other cities to. To actually uh, do that, because I, I believe, I mean, I've committed, you know, before Corona, you know, to travel across Europe, typically, uh, you know, for uh, 40 days, visit 10 countries, learn about yeah. the cultures, and so much value in each one of those countries. Mm-hmm. But often the companies I see in startups and businesses, they uh, lack that scalability, that network, mm-hmm. and I think if we create that kind of opportunities in different cities around Europe, but also into a more United network that you do not have to be in one place and, and create that uh, ecosystem. Um, I, I think that's very powerful. That that can really make a profound impact, positive impact on people's lives. Mm,
2: yeah, I really hope so. I agree with you.
1: Well, um, I, I wish you, of course, uh, a lot of great uh, endeavor and success in, in inspiring other cities and in and helping them in, in their endeavor as well. And, and it's great to hear that you're doing that because um, when you help others, uh, even though you may be seen as a competition, mm-hmm. I don't think it is. You, you, the more, the more you, you, you kind of it's a it's a blue ocean. The more you do mm-hmm. and help others, the more it comes back to you. Uh, I'm thoroughly convinced. I'm yeah, back.
2: absolutely. And to be honest, uh, during the last two years, uh, we have been um, starting a, a, a more like a bigger collaboration between all the capitals in Europe. So we actually try to help each other because it's become more and more like Asia towards Europe, towards US. So that that also make us come together more clearly.
1: You know uh, what I what I envisioned for Europe. Uh, I I believe Europe, um, well, for me, is the best place in the world for us. But uh, (laughs) second, and no disrespect to many other places, but Europe is so diverse in terms of countries and cultures. Mm -hmm. Yet that can be a great asset, but also a great uh, sometimes disadvantage if we don't use it right. Um, now what I envisage is Europe to be that balance yard between those, those two superpowers of China and US and, and mm-hmm. emerging uh, places where actually you know we could um, provide that uh, access to knowledge, provide us uh, really best practices and example um, mm-hmm. of the world because, we have made some profound mistakes, you know, in 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 the in the past, and not to mention the two world wars. So I think we have some great lessons to offer. We also have great lessons to learn from many other um, nations as well. But um, I think that diversity, that kind of uh, really uh, creating that place, and uh, it's very exciting. So it's great to hear Anna, that you're working on to Beyond Stockholm, first, um, and. Um, uh, more importantly, you know when you look at uh, you know the the kind of your your position today and um, what you are doing, uh, you've done so much and you've you obviously uh, seen a lot of different ventures and businesses. but on a personal level to to bring it out to you, what excites you these days? what gives you energy
2: uh, Apart again, from i I. Love-
1: Seven year, seven years old, uh, seven seven months old daughter. <laughs> that yeah, <you> well, <laughs>
2: even even uh, my two boys also uh, give me energy absolutely. Now I'm actually easy in that way. Uh, music, um, learning new things, and dancing is the things that are wow. actually giving wow. me most energy.
1: <laughs> what do you uh,
2: dance? Oh, I just no nothing special. I just like music and like moving around. <laughs>
1: yeah oh i love it uh, well you know what there we go guys encourage i think you know dancing actually gives you both the exercise and yeah. the good mood <laughs> yeah so that's right so if, if people haven't done it or tried you don't have to be a professional dancer just do it in that sense yeah um, absolutely
2: great no, music dancing and and uh, being around positive people uh, great people who are giving me a lot of energy and a lot of new knowledge also that is mostly what what gives me energy
1: and look final question here uh, when it comes down to your vision and, and future um, what is your vision for a, for a brighter future what what do you see what do you wish what do you hope for uh, both in short term, but also mid to long term.
2: Mm-hmm. I think what the pandemic have, has done is that we have um, been—we have, in one way, uh, developed our thinking in more sustainable way and more um, uh, tech savvy way also. Also, and the Stockholmers have always been early adapters within tech, so I think that we are, uh, and, and now all the world is like approaching to a tech savvy um uh, community more or less uh, but i think the i think this pandemic uh, journey has got us to realize that um it is not that hard to be sustainable sustainable in the shorter term and think and i i've been like you i've been traveling around a lot um and of course we have in the same town that we are traveling working with new long distance flights to stockholm to 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 be an attractive um place for both companies and talents and investments we also are working with sustainability within um uh, connectivity of course mm-hmm. uh so I think that the what these have done with the um with all the um lack of of uh, trips business trips and leisure trips is that it has um pushed the um, um air community or or the uh, the airports and the and the um, cities and also countries to develop more sustainable electric uh, airplanes and like that so i think i, I think all the development in the sust- sustainability issues has coming so much forward uh, than it should maybe have done if we didn't get into a pandemic. Love so it. that is a that is a bright way. I think that we won't stop fly, uh, but we will consider more. Uh, like if we have done four flights a year private before, we maybe go go, uh, go down to two. Uh, we might not go to the mega set cities. We might go to the smaller cities, or or especially to um, a field in like hiking or whatever, uh, what we are interested in. So I think the sustainable issues has uh, strengthened actually during the pandemic. Um, And that's good, of course. Then I can see in in everything from Clubhouse to other apps that are are, um, approving and and, uh, creates uh, a lot of people getting in there that we need to listen to each other, see each other, and we miss like being face to face. So that's, of course, a, a journey uh, and a hard journey where we in Sweden is lucky we haven't had have any lockdown, which many other cities ha- has had. Um, but uh, even though we miss meeting each other.
1: I love it. I, you're absolutely right. Maybe what has happened to us, brought us a lot of, uh, saved us for something bigger and uh, give us really that perspective because the earth has kind of taken a a break, you know, in a way, you know, and that's been seen from space and seen from clean air and studies. And also there's a lot of goodness coming out of this. When it's such loss and, you know, occurs, the world balances itself out by bringing a lot of good, innovations, disruption, Mm -hmm. and sustainability is one of them. If we don't take care of this uh, carbon footprint and 3 degree temperature increase in the next 10 to 15 Mm -hmm. years, we may not be able to build rockets to go to Mars. So it's important to really uh, do that. Um, And you're absolutely right. I I see a lot of positives coming out. There's uh, a lot of hope, guys. Stick around, uh, find a way to really renew your spirits, and uh, uh, hopefully we you know, you can not only all take our physical masks, but uh, also f- our imaginary masks and live the mm-hmm. life, live passionate lives, the lives mm-hmm. that we want to. In in that sense, I sincerely thank you, Anna, uh, that you made a time to be part of uh, the Leaders Who Care podcast today. Um, any thank final so words uh, that you wanted to share?
2: Yeah, I think it's if you look at it. Uh, As a person and as a leader, uh, I think back to my biggest mission is, as I said, to to help everyone to climb up in their tree to enjoy their best view. And I think that is will be my mission rest of the world, uh, rest of the life Uh, and also that I will really precious uh, and are really trying to not lose myself in all this. And I hope I, I've, I've managed that so far and I, I will continue to do that also.
1: What a lovely message. Uh, uh, of course, I have your email, so I can always uh, reach out to you if I need a job. But uh, <laughs> what I was going to say, What? Um, how could people find you? Because you're such an inspirational leader and, and I won't be surprised. Obviously, if talent, uh, companies... Well, uh, we have a
2: uh, we have a website investstockholm.com. You can reach me and all the my colleagues there. Yeah, and also I have a under my name Anna Gislér. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn or Twitter also. Uh, but the easiest way is to to do, do the website investstockholm.com, and there is also a lot of information about other things that I said about Stockholm DNA and, and our place.
1: Lovely. Anna Cecilia, thank you. Uh, thank you so for much part. for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Keep spreading goodness and looking forward to see what's coming from Invest.com and uh, all the great things you're doing.
0: Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Find out more about the leaders who care across the main social media channels and help us spread the care culture in your own community. First, by taking care of yourself, and then of others around you. It all starts with one person, one act of kindness. What is one thing you can do today to make your environment better? Stay inspired and stay caring. See you next time.